Hi everyone, it's Maisel Mavens. You can't see my face, but I'm turning bright red from smiling because I'm so excited. Oh yes, for we this are. episode, it's Allison and Anne Maisel Mavens. We're back, season two, episode three of the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And we are so honored, humbled, every adjective that uh, shouts the happiness. We, 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 are, we are so thrilled. Are you so have thrilled. no idea that she, we have this special guest. So without further ado, we are doing episode three of yeah. season two called yes. The Punishment Room. Room. And our guest of honor, I wish this is where we had sound effects, like fireworks going off. I already made sound effects. I know, but you know. Inside, inside, inside. Inside, <laughs> inside hearing, uh, is Lily Stein. Oh yeah! I am silently dying over here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm turning bright red. No, but nobody, so nobody sees it. No, nobody you. sees it. That's the beauty of podcasts. That's All right. All my dad's but patients I... will be listening <gasps> to this as well. Everybody's <laughs> That's right. Tell them about it and you will your listeners will multiply. Oh (laughs) my god. So first and foremost, we have to say that um, our listeners, and we always joke more than just my brother and sister, wrote in and said we had to get someone from the show. And we follow you on Instagram, which I think you know. Do you mm-hmm. know we follow you? Mm-hmm. Uh, and we love the B. Altman makeup counter girls. I don't know what your official titles are when you get the script. Yeah. Makeup ca- I was the only Jew in the room, and they made me Italian. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I think okay. it started with a C, and it ended in an O. I don't know. You play the part very well, so it really yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so we messaged Lily on Instagram. And doing this in the elevator, we were telling her the story. I said to my mom, she's never going to say yes. And my mom said, maybe. And she said yes. (laughs) So we usually record in a living room in my parents' house. Or the dining room. Dining room. I'm sorry. We're very fancy. Dining room. And we got a full-blown studio today for Lily's sign. So we will jump right in. Um, So this episode, there's a lot going on. But the main theme or focus is that... Uh, one of the B. Altman gals is getting married, so you're all super excited. Mm-hmm. Midge has helped doing the wedding planning. At the same time, Susie's moving a family into her apartment and moving her, up, upstairs. Out. An Italian upstairs. family. Right? An Italian yeah. family. And the... They maid, might be related to you. They might, I know, I know. <laughs> Maybe well, they're I'm, Vivian's I'm also family. supposed to be poor from Brooklyn. That was in the character description. Really? She's like kind of a sad sack, poor from Brooklyn. And and I remember in the audition being like, how much of a Brooklyn or like fifties accent should I put on? And I, I have a natural yeah. accent from Brooklyn, so <laughs> I don't know. So does my manager, and she's from Crown Heights originally. Oh, wow. So I was like trying to channel her, but not too heavily because I didn't want to go overboard. And but yeah, whole Italian family moves into Susie's Well, one of the main questions because we ask people to write in, and we'll dive into the episode and talk about it too. But everyone's been asking us. Were you told to act a certain way when uh, well, you were talking about in your audition? They said this is a historical fiction show. How did you feel about auditioning for it and being on a show like this? So back in 2016, the pilot came out. My manager got it and she said, Lily, get a coach. This is the best pilot I've read. Excuse me, how did your manager even get the storyline to get to you. And that's just kind of, uh, managers act sort of like agents nowadays. And yes. That's what they do. They get the scripts for auditions and they find which clients to send out on the audition. And so she got the pilot. She freaked out. She's like, this is the best thing I've read since 30 Rock. 
get a coach, and we were all auditioning for Mitch. And oh. I saw it, and I saw the monologue. It's, you auditioned with the monologue at the, in the pilot, the, the wedding speech. And I saw it, I freaked out. I was like, I'm never going to be able to do this. Wow. So I got a coach, and I went through the whole audition process and auditioned for Midge. Uh, went through that crisis at that time of like, how much of a 50s accent do I put on? How much of a Brooklyn or, or pardon me, New York accent do I put on? And I don't really remember what I did. But Must have done it right, <laughs> but you did it well. I did it good enough, yeah, so that they uh, called us all back in for other parts. And uh, Oh my gosh. I remember listening to a lot of Regina Spector, I think, to try to mimic her accent because it was sort of, Brooklyn-y, New york okay. at least when I was auditioning for Vivian. So um, I think it was trying to find a happy medium because we didn't want to overdo it. We wanted to keep the show, like, flowing to people now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but did you... not drown so, it in accent because accents usually are a crutch for actors and if you can... Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Like, so if we see, don't have that experience, so that's why I'm mm-hmm. curious. So they, yeah, in auditions, they tend to try to recommend that you stay away from them oh. so that they can see through it, so they can see you having the moments and actually living the part over than just playing the accent. So my Brooklyn accent wouldn't matter then if I was really an well, actress. Well, it's natural. So, so it's natural. Um, natural. Whatever comes out of you naturally. About it. Yeah. People, people can see through the fakery. So, oh, yeah. I yeah. never thought about that. No. Did you have a feeling it was going to be a hit? So your manager knew. She Did knew. you know? She knew something was up. I... I've seen, I've read so many awesome scripts uh, that like didn't even make it. So I really, I had no clue, but I just, I just gave it my all. I got a coach. I was like, I trusted her. I, I had no idea. Sister. I honestly had no idea. And so now you're on the show. Yeah. <laughs> so when filming this episode, because there's a lot of parts, there's always different storylines. The measles are going to the bank, I think, in yes. this. Mm-hmm. There's a treasure map. There's a treasure map, <laughs> yes. and there's missing money. What was it like fil- filming uh, one at B. Altman? Is that a built set? Uh, yes, it is. It's in the Historical Society of Williamsburg, I believe, oh is where gosh. they took over and they made the fake B. Altman. Uh-huh. And oh my God, the first, when we were filming first season, episode five, which is the first episode in B. Altman, all the girl, we, me and Wakima and Aaron walk into the big set they have and like every, all the perfume bottles are laid out and they've made all of these little intricate, like even behind the counters, they're all there. If you open the perfume bottles, it's Listerine inside. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, funny. it's all different flavors of Listerine. We were just totally blown away. But by that's the detail. The, the B. Altman used to look like that. Yes, and the real B. Altman is on 34th Street. Yes, it's and still in there. the eighth episode of the first season, we're filming outside of it. Oh, so the are. exterior of yes. B. Altman is the real old B. Altman. So those that that cool uh, arch uh, Exterior thing over there. the doors, yes. yeah, that's the real B. Altman. So the wedding's crazy because one of the B. Altman gals is getting married mm-hmm. rather quickly, and all of you are pitching in to help. And there's beautiful costumes always in the show, but the other big question everybody wanted us to ask you is, what is it like wearing these incredible outfits? Is it like you're boiling hot? Do you love it dressing up? <laughs> People, everyone was writing in and said, like, ask what his favorite outfit is. Um, We're just so curious to know. So many things. Uh, First of all, the costume department's amazing. Like, they have to dress thousands of extras. And if you go in, there's a whole extras costume department. And floor to ceiling, uh, vintage clothing, 
for people that don't speak or perchance won't even be seen in the show. And everyone is dressed and their hair and makeup. Now, is how do they get detail. the vintage clothing? Do they go to a store? No, or they hunt it all down. They, they hunted it. Previous shows. I don't. I have no idea how they do it. So was your dress when you were wearing these clothes? Were they vintage? Yes. Yes. Uh, midges are all made to order. Essentially, they're, they're, uh, a stylist makes them for her and like stitches her name in each one of her dresses. Wow. Uh, it's incredible. Yeah, each her, of her dresses is Her character's name or her real name? I think Rachel. Rachel. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. No. To answer the question, are they hot? Uh, the whole first season takes place in the winter. Mm-hmm. It was shot in the summer. <gasps> the scene where uh, the, the, I forget the name, the feminist speaker is speaking outside and they're all in uh, Washington. Rachel almost fainted. I mean, she was like drinking bone broth to try to stay with it because she'd not got to sleep. Now, the cigarettes. Froze. Are they real cigarettes? They're herbal, but oh my goodness, it's hard to breathe oh when it's God. like that hot. And you're wearing, like, even the summer clothes are wool. Right. So, uh, yeah, a lot of people were burning up. And uh, I didn't have as much a problem because my clothes tended to be lighter and not wool, and I'm a small person. So, but uh, fittings are cool. You get to try on a bunch of stuff, and then they decide uh, which works, which the bras are all vintage. Oh my. So they're like, they're the pointy ones. And they like, uh, what about the stockings? Do they wear the actual stockings with the garter belts and the girdles? No, no. I just wore, I wore pantyhose and a petticoat. I don't, remember what Midge wears in terms well, of... Well, that's okay. I, she wears a corset. She There's a scene uh, where she's in shorts at one point uh, in one of the party, parties in the first season, and she was definitely wearing, like, a... Yeah, a I've seen that. corset. Yes. Um, to, like, for shaping and stuff, um, although she doesn't need much shaping. Wearing the heels, are they, again, the vintage type yes. of shoes, too? Yes, and they're very hard to walk in. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, yeah, 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 because they're, um, I think... Maybe not in the 50s, but I know in Victorian area, pe- era, people just had smaller skeletons. But uh, the vintage shoes have at least shrunk over the years. So they're very thin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're very skinny. Like, the little heels are very skinny. And they're very difficult to walk in. And we do a lot of traipsing back no, and I see forth. that. And, yeah. 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 and fast, too. You walk yeah. fast. Yeah. Yeah. Your character, especially, I feel like is always she's a trotter, around yeah. shouting, <laughs> just having a good time. So yeah. that must have been a whole added mm-hmm. extra onto everything mm-hmm. acting. And then uh, you're in these tiny shoes. There's a lot of sitting between takes. Sitting. There's a lot of like the costume people would be running back and forth with her sneakers. And, oh my goodness! Yeah, for sure. So what was it like diving into this episode? So there's a wedding scene. Beyond Encounters also showed. What was it like filming this episode in particular? Well, there's a dog. Uh, we get, we get into the B. Altman set, which was really crazy, like, coming back there after a year had passed. Okay. Um, all the same. They kept it the same. I don't know how they did that. And Midge is responsible for holding she's, that she's the on coat, whatever it is. She's, she's the, the coat, coat check, check yeah. girl. Take coat check ticket. Take ticket ticket. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she, uh, is holding this dog, and we had to film, a, a lot of the B. Altman scenes are shot very long, so it's like a big, um... Birdman style shot where 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 the camera Long starts shooting, at one yes. end of the store and then comes around and the whole while the dog is part of it. Um, was it a it friendly was, dog? Yes, it was. Because it, it was a little tiny dog from what I remember. Yeah, yeah, very friendly dog, like very serene. But it was a lot of uh, shooting that scene over and over. Really, and over. That you get one? all the pieces uh, in line. Um, and she even said the line she referred the dog was a. 
a male, and then it turned out to be yes. a female, and, and, and the patron got uh, upset. So, wow, it took a long time to do that. What about the wedding scene? Tell us about oh, that. Oh, and then that, uh, that took place in Chelsea, uh, and then a church in Chelsea, one of the churches. The reception room was in Chelsea. I don't know where the, I think the punishment room was in the same building. And shooting the reception was really fun. Midge has a, another one of her monologues in that, yes, uh, that part. One. And um, anytime watching Rachel do one of those impromptu stand-up monologues is so fascinating because she's probably had those words for 12 hours. That's it? Yes. Not long. And she's enough? also memorizing the next day. Oh, wow. wow. That's and work. So, oh, my goodness. And she's, like, burning up because it's hot. And everybody, all the pieces have to be in line. So if somebody else messes up, then she has to try to go back and do it again. And she's human, so she can't, you know, do the whole thing perfectly the first time. If that, that big of a monologue and get all those jokes in line and land perfectly. But her ability to be able to do that is just incredible. And the first time I saw it, the first season, I was just like, I don't know if I could ever do that as an actress. <laughs> she's incredible. What is it like? So that whole episode, you know, uh, the Altman gals getting mm-hmm. married. There's a reference that it's Rush Midge basically spills the beams why they're getting married. Yeah, but she didn't know. Married. She figured it out when she, she did that monologue. It out when she did the monologue, and you know, since we're in 2019, what was it like? The women on set, you're playing this scenario that was probably very common, mm-hmm. right, in the mm-hmm. 1950s. That. I guess as young women, me and you, and mom, you too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all of us really very, just like very thankful for my IUD. Honestly, oh, <laughs> like, okay, yeah, no, um, <laughs> it's very uncomfortable. Like you could end up pregnant and just have to deal. I mean, especially if you're Catholic. You get, like, well, it was any religion back yeah, at that yeah, time. It, it didn't matter what denomination you were. It was just a time where. If you were intimate with someone and you were able to have a, you know, you conceived a child, you it was shame. It was mm-hmm, just shame. Mm-hmm. And it was more shame on the, the woman than on the man. So it yeah. was difficult. Yeah. So, yeah, obviously it was a, it was a moment of gratitude for all of us for well, <laughs> having much more freedom time. in this day and age. Yeah. 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 It's nice to hear that from a young woman because I feel often that some sometimes we forget what it was like in the 1950s. Yeah, yeah. I love when the when uh, the show does come across with those moments of really solemn clarity, like when um, Midge's mom is talking to the students at Columbia. About, oh, oh, yes, I love that scene. You, so what are you going to teach? Rose. Well, Rose is talking to the students, like, so you're going to be a teacher? Most of those teachers here are male, though. No, all of them were male. Yeah, yeah, all of them, all the teachers are male. And, oh, you're going to do art? Great. Uh, money? <laughs> um, so, yeah, those little moments of solemn clarity. I and they really wanted to keep her quiet, too. They wanted to get Rose out of the art department. Yeah. Yeah, And then Abe came along and stuck up for his wife, mm-hmm. which was nice to see that uh, he said to the dean there was no problem. I think you're right. There are these moments in the show and also in this episode where, um, as females, you can relate to what's going on, even though we're in a totally different uh, time period now, right? Yeah. And we have freedom and rights that back then they didn't have. But mm-hmm. there's that moment of, oh, look, Rose is standing up for herself and also 
to the students. She's like, well, what are you going to do with this? Her, her like, brutal honesty. <laughs> her kind of aloof, brutal honesty. But she still was tactful. <laughs> I know, yeah. but I, I think so many people, uh, like, when you read the articles about the show, I don't know if you read articles about no, the show. No. <laughs> it's so interesting. A lot of times they'll say Midge is nothing like Rose. And I think in that moment, that candor is actually something Midge would do. Like, wait a second, this is yeah. not right you can't do this or uh, basically think for yourself. Like, do you want to do Exactly. When, when Midge walks into the punishment room, she's like, Mary, you can't have a wedding in here. Exactly. <laughs> that brutal honesty. Like, look at your life. Look at look your choices. Life, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Let's get the flowers from the funeral and bring them upstairs. <laughs> um, or is it more like when you're on set, you just tape your own scenes. You don't get to see what else is going on. I, I don't remember if I got to watch any I mean some some days like if especially if you're in Steiner Studios where they shoot that's and in all Brooklyn the, right it's in, it's in Brooklyn at uh, Clinton Hill sometimes they'll be shooting a family scene in in the studio and then you'll be entering to go shoot your next uh, party scene some of the scenes are also set up in there the interiors yeah sometimes you'll do that I don't remember if we had any crossovers like that but on other tv shows I certainly have been you know like there while they were filming another scene I have to be quiet but usually they keep the family days to separate days and then scenes that happen outside of the family they shoot differently. Yeah, especially when you have little Ethan who's played by yeah. twins. Yeah. Uh, so you have two little boys running around. So you don't cute. want to bring them in for just like... So know. what What happened to the dog with the scene from The Old Man? Oh, uh, he, I think, I think you know, I think... Mom. <laughs> I think he just uh, was there for... Uh, spectacle. <laughs> and I was, was just like, wondering, wouldn't it be fun if she was holding a dog? And I, I almost feel like Amy has those moments uh, where it's like kind of a cockeyed, like, oh, wouldn't this be fun to do? Because we can. Yeah. Like, she'll bring an entire ice cream truck in for catering. What? Yeah, just because, like, oh, we want to. You should see the <laughs> rap parties. <laughs> what we would love to They're go, insane. Not like it, or if even if you I know right, even if you go to like the table reads, the table uh-huh. reads insane. They'll they always have pink and white cookies. We saw just the because cookies. they can't. Yeah, 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 Rachel yeah. did uh, Instagram, so that bakery like got a huge love over those yeah. measle cookies. And that's the other big question we get is, did you get to meet Amy Sherman Palladino? Oh, of course. Uh, she was there at the audition when I was auditioning for Vivian and the callback anyway. And Dan and Amy were there. And um, I remember doing the read and feeling kind of awkward about it. Mm-hmm. And Amy, uh, Dan goes, oh, yep, do, uh, it would be a little less than that if we actually filmed it. And then Amy goes, Lily, you're a very funny lady. And I thought that was the end. I was like, okay, great. They, they were being nice. All right, I'm going home, whatever. Or you didn't think yeah, you got yeah. it? No, I did not. Oh I did gosh. not think I got it. And I wrote to my manager. I was like, well, I don't think it was for me. Yeah. Uh, and the audition was at Columbia because they were filming at Columbia that day. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like all the way uptown, yeah. too. But uh, So that was the first time I met Amy. Oh. Directed at least one episode that I was in. Dan, I think, directed two. And they were around all the time. Yeah. I think because for, like, uh, viewers, it, she's um, has this uh, aura around her because so many people love her from Gilmore Girls. Yeah. So people wanted to know, you know, if you actually got to interact with her or was it more just of her behind the camera? I mean, she directed yeah. us. Um, she's always saying, like, you girls are so tiny. <laughs> she's always she frustrated with how tiny we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she's yeah. with Rachel, you know, and, and me and Erin and Keem. She's like, you girls are so tiny. <laughs> <laughs> 
she does she wear hats on set like she does out in public she wears hats she wears hats to the screening parties um i love hats even as a child i just love hats Yeah. yeah she's really into hats loves her hats loves her like black and pink feathers yeah, she's really funny. She and sounds like a fun person. She knows she knows how to get stuff done. Yeah. She knows it and she says exactly what she doesn't uh she doesn't really get stressed out on set. Oh wow. Yeah. Well you she's don't know that. Chill. Outwardly she's very Outwardly, she's, she's like, she's like so I remember stressed. a couple of the other directors were kinda of like, uh, you know, it was like the thirteenth hour, we were going overtime and they were uh sweating for sure. And then Amy, uh the episode she directed, she was just really chill. I mean she took her time, but she was really chill. Well, she has a in, in her mind she knows what she wants. Yeah, for sure. Wow. And what was it like in this episode? Like what's your views on the storyline? Because so you've heard us talk and you very graciously said we're uh like an intellectual view on the show. Yes. How do you feel about this episode? Do you watch it after you're in it? Uh it takes me a while. Usually I like to just kind of forget what I did and okay. then and then and then like whoever my boyfriend is at the time will watch it and then they'll be like oh yeah 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 you should watch it and then I and I finally get around to it I was kind of sad actually that um it it it, it was almost kind of an ending for Mary because like you don't know if she's going to be able to work mm-hmm. at the Altman anymore you she's don't know if she's going to survive her own pregnancy yeah, Mary is the one that Mary is who got married, married yeah, yeah, or yeah. got married on the show uh Wakima uh Wakima's character is um potentially going to Paris maybe mm-hmm. my character I honestly think should probably be working in the basement because she's doesn't know what she's doing at work is even less than the girls who were put in the basement on the calling, uh, you know, the, the, the yeah, But you look story. well. You oh, look well. <laughs> remember Vivian in the first episode, every boyfriend was like a movie store. Yeah. And a uh, male movie store. Mm-hmm. I honestly think the third season is going to be a lot of touring and a lot of new, 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 new. Because she's, she's off on her own now and yeah. it's all about meeting new people, new kinds of people. Do you know about the third season at all? I know a little bit about it. Uh, so a couple it's a people secret. a couple people at the sleep out, well, like 12 people at the sleep out this year were on the third season. All right, well don't tell um, us yet. We got to keep it quiet. Yeah. Everyone has to listen yeah. to our podcast. You know that it does go down to Miami. I heard yes. that. Yeah. So, yes, we've heard that. Yeah. Um, did anything funny happen to you while shooting? Oh, with other actors? Funny. Um I mean, it's such a good, it's such a wonderful set to be on. And That's all a, the crew yeah. is, oh, ain't <laughs> Alex Borstein. <laughs> oh, who plays Susie? Who plays Susie? I was kind of starstruck when I saw her because she's the kind of person that I see myself as a performer growing uh-huh. up to be. Um, very cool. Yeah, just very sarcastic and funny and a little bit more masculine. And I really, I really appreciate that about her, um, and that's that would be what I would want to be doing. And I, and I told her, I was like, Alex, I want to be you when I grow up. And she looks at me, and she goes, When you grow up. The lions all day. Oh my gosh, that's right. You're with all these incredible stars. So do yeah. you get to see like uh, Kevin Pollack? And the other stars who play. I never, I never interacted with you Kevin never as much, even him. though he's probably my 
to see me your and Julie favorite. are my favorites. They're my they remind favorites. me of my family. Oh my goodness. More than the Weissmans do. I don't really know the Weissman Jews, but I know him. He reminds me of my family. Can you talk um, about that a little bit? So you're you're Jewish. Yeah, yeah, my dad's side is Jewish. Your dad's side's Jewish. Um and my grandfather was actually a owned a shoe business that would come down to New York from Massachusetts and sell shoes to B. Altman's and Bergdorf Goodman. What a full circle yeah. moment. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool to show. talk to him about he's coming down alive? here. Yes, he's still alive. Oh my goodness. Oh, yeah. that's another podcast. That's another yeah. podcast. We'll bring your uh, grandfather to talk about the yes, all the way district. up from, I think he's in Miami right Miami. now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. So what is that like talking to him about playing an era that he lived through? And he knows about the garment district. His eyes get all sparkly, and he talks about being like let into any hotel in (laughs) New York. It's really sweet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You could tell it was like a golden era for him. And now, it's a golden era to see you, but to see you to be part of this. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It feels really cool to come around to that. And you said you identify with the Maisels. We would love to Mm -hmm. know why. There's something about them that's less glamorous and put together and appropriate than the Weissmans. But I I think the Maisels are more Hamisher. They're more of a homebody. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, I think they're just, um, they're so loud and all together all the time. I don't know. People find them warm, even though I'm sure like Joel would be like, my parents are crazy well a lot of children say that about their parents I mean (laughs) we had that incident today a little bit (laughs) very true also Moish kind of looks like my dad he he sort of more resembles my dad and uh Shirley looks like my grandma like my grandma Phyllis and And did your grandmother have a mink coat too voice uh my step-grandmother grandma Helen probably has a mink coat my grandma Phyllis was uh uh, no, not when I Because that was status at that time, too, yeah, in the 50s. Prob- probably in the 50s, she definitely had a yeah. coat, for sure. <laughs> cool. And what do you think about the show overall? I mean, I know you love it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think every, everybody does. It's weird. Um, it's actually do, really... do people, like, come up to you and tell you their opinion on the show? They must freak out when they hear that you're Vivian. Yeah, nobody, I, I've not met anybody who doesn't like it. And when when thing. they find out who I am on the show, then they if if they remember who Vivian is, uh, yes, then they usually freak out. All my friends who are also actors uh, broke out and are still freaking out. Um, I think it's wonderful. Yeah, I think it's so it's, exciting for to to have a position like this, a part like this, and it feels for you. Really, it feels really special to be part of this show in particular. I mean, magic. Wherever I go, and I say that we're doing this podcast, and I say we're you know we're doing it about Mrs. Maisel, mm-hmm. uh, the reaction that I get from everywhere is oh they're so excited, and where I go at work and they ask me about you know when the, they even ask me like I know when the next episode is like yeah. you know December sixth yeah. yeah. they they say Come when I, is the next I, one like that. like I'm part of Amy Palladino yeah <laughs> and I think it inspired I've been to a lot of auditions recently with really strong female characters. Uh, set in the earlier part of this uh, past century. Uh, so, like, uh, I, I read for an astrophysicist recently in, like, in the 1940s, which was an amazing script. Um, nurses from, like, the 1930s. A bunch of uh, trying to find the 
power of women that may have been forgotten or hidden, trying to drudge more of that up. Like, I really like what, that. What, what, were, what were the women of decades past actually doing? Because right. they were probably doing a lot that we forgot. So, yeah. yeah. I think that's also myth. Like, stand-up comedy. I didn't yeah. even know about women in stand-up. Did you watch a lot of that before going on the show or since being on the show? Like, we talk about Joan Rivers and mm-hmm. also... Well, my mom knows all of them so well. Who do you? Tody Fields. Yeah. She started. Mom, no, I honestly haven't, but I'm suspecting that Amy has a love affair with that. I'm sure. Well, her thing. father was yeah. a comic. That's that why. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And going to sound a little trivial, but what do you think makes the show so magical? We know you love it, people, <laughs> but being on it, what do you think that is? Why it's so beloved now? The color pink. <laughs> the color pink. I love no, the I just that. I think I think there's the uh, there's something about the color pink that embodies the the sparkle that the show put the the color pink, New York clothes, lipstick, um, just anything that's marvelous is that that just adds extra sparkle to the show. Even if it's just um, materialistic things like that, like those. But those aren't because that's life. Little yeah, colors. Yeah, it's life. Yeah. It's feeling. It's touching. Mm-hmm. That's and life. And just the sweeping camera, the the long camera takes, and the the amount of time that they take to make each one perfect. The the New Yorkiness of it, the stand up comedy, all the nostalgia that it brings up for people. Uh, so many people identify, even though I don't identify with the Weissmans, so many people I yeah. talk to yeah. identify with them. Um, even my boyfriend's favorite character is Midge all the way. He, wow. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I asked him, and he was like, "Oh, I'm a huge Midge fan." I'll, even it's fun to hear men identify with her. Right. Yeah. Well, she's a strong well, character. We have yeah. to ask the million dollar question: <laughs> Do you think Joel and Midge are going to end up together? Oh gosh, I love. I was so heartbroken by the last scene in the first season. Uh-huh. Uh, it was a huge tease. I think when they when I he, think Joel sees her perform, just when to, Joel sees her perform, when they end up sleeping like, together. Uh, I have a small crush on Joel. I really like him. He is an awful person. The actor's a genius. I, th- I think. I think he just. I think he just isn't. Isn't good. Like lacks enough empathy or something's maybe he'll learn or he'll come around but he keeps making bad decisions yeah, I'm not really sure I'm not really sure I think it would weaken the show if they got back together weaken it because she's about to yeah go I think she's I think okay. she's gonna I think she's gonna find her well own. that's that's probably gonna be another four or five six yeah. seasons I remember them talking about um the success of her relationship with Levi's character, the oh, one Benjamin. that cast him. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they were like, "No, oh, it's not. No, it's not gonna. It's not gonna last." Oh my god! I think. I think he's not really fun. He's perfect, no. but he's not fun. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. not nuanced like Joel. I mean, you get yeah. Shirley and Moish, which is like a whole. Uh, it's it's a lot. Yeah. Benjamin is just. He's perfect. He's well. But they they talked about it weakening her, her true love, which is her career. Right. Um. But I. I don't know whether it's love that's her true... She has freedom now. She never had this freedom before. And I think that's what also makes the show so popular, show somebody that can do what they want to do or or moving forward. So you said, who's your favorite character? Is it Moish? I like Moish and Shirley at the moment. It it changes. 
Well, what do you think um, about Susie? I loved Susie. To start, I loved Susie. Because you have a sure. manager, so we wanted to ask, is Susie as a manager, like your manager? My manager knows, she 100% knows what she's doing. I feel like Susie's figuring it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my manager is older than I am. She's uh-huh. She's almost like my... She's my, if my mother were Jewish, she'd be my, and my manager grew up, uh, grew up in Brooklyn. She lives on the Upper West Side. Uh, this show means a lot to her, obviously. Yeah, she's her been, she's been time. an agent uh, in New York for many years. She became a manager recently and she's like my guardian angel. I guess kind of like What's her name? Do you want to give her a shout out? Uh, her name's Ellie Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's a genius. Yeah, very different than Susie. But very funny yeah. and very supportive. Mm-hmm. Now, did you seek her out or she found you? Yeah, she uh, found me. Yeah. That's a compliment. Yeah. Yeah. Where did she find you, Camille? Uh, I had taken a class uh, with a casting director, and he was like, Oh, I know this agency that's looking for our girls who can play teenagers. And I went to uh, go meet that agency, and they took me in, and she was with that agency at the time. And she was like, I said something insulting in on my interview, and she thought that was hysterical. Mm. So uh, they agreed to sign me. And then when she became a manager, she took me under her wing when that agency closed down. Your parents yeah. must be very happy. What do your parents think of the show? They, uh, well. <laughs> Is that a whole thing? They're happy. Be, They're they, happy she's making they money. They be the only ones who don't like it. What? They can't really. They think it. They think people talk too fast on the show. So they can't that's really a New Yorker. It. That's a New Yorker. Yeah, well, that's Amy my mom's from the south. I, mean, she's, she's, uh, I don't know why my dad can't understand. My dad uh, likes like Michael Bay films, and okay. I don't know if he even watches TV. He's more of a movie guy. I'm sure they're happy and, and that they're, you. They're, they're like they're always like. Well, you should have been on it more. And I was like, do you know how much work it takes to be on that Maybe much of a will. show like that? Maybe you will. You're not yeah. on season three, but we're hoping no. season four you no. come back. Perchance. So I don't think so. We have to also <laughs> add. You have no I idea. Like the show no, has yeah, so much forward this, momentum. I don't know this, why Amy Sharon back. Palladino clearly will listen to this. And like, <laughs> let's, let's put Vivian back in. So the other question, I, we got a lot of people writing in. Yeah. What do you think happens to Midge? She definitely, I mean, I'm She's assuming she it. goes on tour with right. the, the famous guy. Yeah, Shy. Uh, she goes on tour. She meets a lot of cool people. She experiences a whole lot more culture. Um, I, I feel like she's got to become successful in some sort of way that mimics a actual comedian. An actual comedian, yeah. And I'm not sure who that comedian is. Mm. I don't know what happens after that. Uh, maybe that she and Joel will get back together. That's another, if you read the articles, it's mm-hmm. very interesting mm-hmm. when people write. Uh, I feel like there's going to be a lot coming up in the next couple of seasons. So we'll yeah. see. Yeah. It'll be interesting to find out. So, any other questions, Mom? No, I think this was great. Well, they're so, on- can we just say this again? You so guys. This is definitely <laughs> going to be recorded. And we, let's it. give a shout out to the parents so the of parents. Lily's parents. What are the names? Michael and Gina Stein. Michael and Gina Stein. Cool. I mean, they're working really hard as we speak. Yes, it's <laughs> just in the medical field, <laughs> which is awesome. And you're from New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. So we're so honored you would do this. We're going to keep saying that because we can't believe this happened. And I'm so proud of your parents <laughs> to raise such a nice young woman. <laughs> nice young woman. We're, we're is there happy. another child? Is there My another sister, child? Ariella. Oh and she will be moving to China for the year because her husband, or well, her fiance, 
has gotten a robotics job out there. Wow. And she is just incredible. I'm so I'm so enamored with my sister. She's she's a year younger than I am, but uh-huh. she seems so much more mature and otherworldly and she's she's almost she's probably my artistic inspiration at this point. Oh, that's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. That's yeah. wonderful. Does she watch the show? She does. She oh. loves it. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Well, this was amazing. We're probably going to remember all the questions that we wanted to ask you after the fact. <laughs> so we'll probably follow up. But we, again, thank you so much for thank taking time you. on a Sunday. On Rainy a Sunday. <laughs> in the middle of the garment district. And we didn't offer her food. We didn't offer her food. Oh, well, I'll be getting lunch right after But this. we do have something for you. We'll surprise you with that after. But thank you so much. Thank you, guys. This was awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to our audience for I listening, know. too.